Well, this morning, I just want to speak to you about blessings, and I want to speak blessings uh, over you, and as you kind of notice, we've sang blessings over you today. Uh, Cynthia, as our treasurer, spoke blessings over you today, and now as a pastor, I want to speak blessings over you on behalf of the Lord, and as I was praying about what I should be speaking on, I woke up one morning around five o'clock. And uh, this is what came to me at about speak about blessings. And uh, I knew right away which verses to use and and to talk about. And uh, so that's what I want to do. So maybe a little bit different type of message than normally I would do. But uh, we really do want to bless you and thank you as well. Uh, 2 Corinthians 9, 6 to 11, that's just one portion of Scripture we're reading that speaks of blessings uh, over us. And we'll start there, but we'll be referring to three different areas of blessing uh, to be pronounced over you here today. It says, remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give, and don't give reluctantly in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. As the scriptures say, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when you take your gifts to those who need them, they will give thanks to God. And may the Lord add his blessing to his word. Well, this past month, we've been focusing on bringing our offerings uh, before the Lord and praying blessings uh, over our offering. I guess since COVID, when we stopped passing the plate, uh, we just all kind of just did offerings automatically. You know, we just drop them in a box or go in the debit room or go online and give in those different ways. And that's great, wonderful. We thank you for your faithfulness and your goodness. But we're just feeling that, you know, we need to do something more. It needs to be more of a tangible expression of our thanksgiving to God. And so that's why we kind of went this way this past month. And then to also involve different people uh, in the church to to pray and to pray those blessings or share testimonies and... uh, I trust you've enjoyed those, and I trust that they've been a blessing uh, to you. Uh, It's been kind of interesting that we've had a number of comments where people said, maybe, Pastor, you should continue this. And so let us know that, if that's something you'd like to see us continue or not. Uh, But uh, a lot of people commented, too, about, you know, Pastor, we really appreciate those prayers at the end to pray over these offerings and to pray those blessings, and then the opportunity just to welcome one another and walk around and that tangible that we are actually laying it before the Lord uh, has uh, spoken to a lot of people. Well, as we come to the end of this month and this focus, I just felt that God wanted me to speak about blessings over you in response to your giving, not just over this past month, but over these years and uh, months uh, that you've been with us. And, and we want to express our, our thankfulness to you and how much we appreciate uh, that you take the time and you make that effort and you give of your own resources 
uh, to the Lord that this church may continue to go forth and, and do good things. And so really felt that God was saying, you need to bless the people this week. That's what you need to do. And that's exactly what I want to do. To bless is to speak divine favor from God upon another person. And it includes uh, things uh, in regards to our health, spiritual growth, kindness being extended to us, and even prosperity. To bless is a good thing. And scripture reminds us often that God does desire to bless you and I and to touch our lives in ways that are above the norm. And, and we really appreciate the faithfulness of you all as you responded, you know, month after month in supporting the church. And, you know, sometimes we're, we're amazed uh, of how you do respond and how you do give. And, you know, we, we gather together as the board uh, each month. And as we look over those finances, we do give thanks. And we do pray on those nights blessings over you as a congregation even as staff, as we look to see where we are financially, we also take time to give thanks unto the Lord for you. And we do pray for you. So realize that there's a lot of prayer that goes back towards you uh, because of your faithfulness. But this morning, I want to take the opportunity to speak blessing over you. And I really feel, you know, that sincerely that God wants to do this. I am just, you know, the communicator, but God is to flow through me and to speak to you and that's my desire all the time, that when I come to this pulpit, I don't want to just throw out anything. I want to throw out there what God would have me to say to you and be a spokesman for the Lord. And I really feel this morning he wants to speak blessing over you. And as he woke me up that one morning around 5 o'clock, I just felt the Lord saying to me that you need to speak about blessing, and I want you to bless the people on behalf of what they have done and that the Lord recognizes. He sees what you do, and he just wants to bless you over that. And so three portions of Scripture came to my mind, and uh, I'm just going to kind of quickly refer to them uh, and talk about them. And I thought the first one we should talk about is the blessing of giving. Uh, we've been doing that and, and kind of concentrating on that in this month, and I really feel that God wants me to speak a blessing over you because of your giving. And uh, I think that's very appropriate. Now, we could go to Malachi. Uh, interesting, and in those that were testifying about giving, they both kind of went to that portion of Scripture, you know, that talks that God will open up the windows of heaven. Even as Cynthia was praying for you this morning over the offering, she was referring to that passage of Scripture. And uh, as we bring our tithes and offerings, God does say he's going to open up windows of blessing uh, to be over us. But what I wanted to do was declare another blessing uh, that comes with their giving. It comes from the New Testament. And now we already read those verses, as that's what we started with. But as you read those verses, you see in those verses, there are blessings being spoken over us because we give. And those blessings are coming from God, not from the minister, not from the apostle, but from God. And, and just to read two of those verses, it says here in 2 Corinthians 9, verse 8, and then verse 10, it says, and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. Then for verse 10, for God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. And the same way he'll provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. God loves to see us give. 
Uh, it touches his heart. I think sometimes we don't, we don't realize that, that as we bring praises, as we bring uh, come to church on a Sunday, as we're offering gifts of, of money to God, it actually pleases him. The Bible talks about being a sweet-smelling savor unto him. And he tells us that it blesses him when he sees that we do that willingly and cheerfully. And, and you know, we, we want to see that here in our church. We don't want to pressure you to give. Please never feel pressured to give. Uh, we want you to give freely, willingly, and to be happy about it, because that's where the blessing is. And so God speaks blessings over us as he sees, sees our responses. There's the blessing of the law of sowing and reaping, that as you sow, you will reap. And, and so God wants to remind us, even in the giving of our offerings that you as you sow you're going to reap and when you sow you always find that you'll get more back than what you give and that's a principle in farming as you throw the seed and and you plant your crop you get far more back than what the original seed that you put in the ground and that's what God is saying to you he says that there's going to be a multiplication that will take place because it is a law of sowing and reaping and he says that he will give he will generously provide for us in regards uh, to our needs. And, and that's talking about, obviously, if he's going to be generously providing. That's not just you know, giving what we just need, but giving us more than what we need, like a surplus. And, and God really does want to bless us in that. And uh, I think Cynthia was praying that even in her prayer that you know, God wants to bring us from a land of not enough to a land of more than enough. And that's how much he wants to bless us. And now that's not to, all about to bless yourself. You will know very clearly the scripture talks about that it's to bless others. And nothing wrong with blessing yourself and enjoying the things of this life. But we need to remember that when we are blessed, that we are to be a blessing to others as well. And in case we don't kind of get that, well, he kind of repeats that blessing uh, about responding with generosity and helping others. And God says, I'm going to provide and increase your resources. And so God definitely wants to see us prosper. And again, that's quite a wonderful blessing that God wants to bless us and increase our resources. Now, again, that's not just so we can bless ourselves and pour it on ourselves, but it's that we also can be a blessing to others. And that's a wonderful thing, to bless others. And I know many of you already practice that, where you just bless others. Sometimes you just feel God say, you know, I, I want you to do this for this individual or do that for that individual. And when you bless somebody, who feels better? I think the person that blesses feels better than the person that receives. I really do. But it is a wonderful blessing. And God said, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to increase your resources so you can even do that even more. And so that's a wonderful thing. And when... God talks about blessing us. He says in verse 11, I'm going to enrich you in every way. You know, God doesn't just bless us with finances. He blesses us with many other things, with health, uh, our physical bodies, things that are going on in our physical bodies, uh, mentally, spiritually, and, and whatever area else that you can think of. God says, I want to enrich you in all those areas. And so enrichment comes into our lives, not just it's not always about money. Sometimes when you think about it, your health is far greater than any money and that we can have good health or that your kids are serving the Lord. That's way better than any money. 
And so God says, I'm going to enrich you in other areas, in every way. And so we really do serve a God that wants to bless us. He's a rewarder to those who respond to him, and, and he blesses us. You know, I, I think sometimes we don't realize how important giving really is and how much blessing comes back upon us uh, because we give. And so I want to pray this blessing uh, that's really found in these scriptures, and I'm going to do like Cynthia did. I kind of wrote them down so that I kind of get what's being said in these passages of scripture. And so this would be a blessing I'd like to pronounce over you in my prayer here today. So Father God, as your representative of this house here at Bethel, I speak your blessings over your people. They will have all their needs met and more, that you will increase the resources, that you will enrich them in every way, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially, health-wise, and any other area where they have need. I bless them that they will go from a land of not enough to a land of more than enough, that they may be blessed abundantly and overflowing, where they can be a blessing to so many others. And to all those that receive this blessing, we all say, Amen. Amen. Now, a second blessing that I feel the Lord wants me to speak over you is called the Jabez Prayer. It's found in the book of 1 Chronicles. Uh, 1 Chronicles 4, 9 and 10, just two verses. But it's a powerful prayer of blessing that I want to speak over you as well. It says, There was a man named Jabez who was more honorable than any of his brothers. His mother named him Jabez because his birth had been so painful. He was the one who prayed to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all trouble and pain. And God granted him his request. Now, this is another beautiful, uh, powerful blessing. Uh, personally, I pray just about every day uh, over my family. And uh, oh, today, I'd like to pray that blessing uh, over you. Now, Jabez, he's mentioned to be part of the lineage of the tribe of Judah. But when he was born, it was a difficult birth, and his mother experienced such trouble and pain that she named him Jabez, which actually means sorrowful, or sometimes we can put in their pain as well, which is not a good name. When you think about that, and you know, especially in Bible days, when you were given a name, a name meant a lot. A lot of your identity was in your name. And so for, imagine if someone called you, yeah, you're a pain. You're nothing but a sorrow. Uh, you wouldn't be really all that impressed, and nor would the people around you that would know that what that name meant. I'm sure there would be must joking and teasing with that name. So that name for Jabez was more than a curse. It was more a curse than a blessing. And for Jabez... As he grew up, I'm sure he had to, you know, pass through, though, press through all that teasing, press through all the stigma that came with his name. But you know what? He chose to make himself a better person, which we all can do as well. And as he grew, the Bible says he was more honorable than his brothers. Still facing the disgrace of his name, Jabez asked God to bless him. And that's the wonderful thing about God, that no matter what our 
circumstance might be in life or how we were brought up or whatever happened to us in life, we can ask for God's blessing. And God's blessing overrides everything else. It really does. And, and that's something that we need to recognize, that God is able to bless us and override all the stigmas that may have been unfairly placed upon us. And if you're here today and maybe you've been given a name or a certain stigma has been placed on you that is not honoring to you, or maybe in your life uh, people have spoken things about you that were unkind, uh, spoken things about you that were lies, or cursed you, or spoke down to you, spoke lies about you, and or maybe you know, you've know you grown up in life where you've never received the blessing of your father or the blessing of your mother. Well, this is a great prayer to pray because you're going to the top person in all the world, the father of fathers, the Lord of lords, the God of the universe, and you're saying, I need a blessing. I need a blessing. And that's okay to ask. That's something that we need to do. And, and you know, maybe... You're here today or maybe somebody's watching online today and you were told that you would never amount to anything. Maybe you were told that you were stupid or you're nothing but an addict or a, dr a drunkard. Maybe you were rejected by your parents. Maybe you weren't treated so well in life. Maybe you were verbally abused or sexually abused. Maybe you weren't wanted as a child and you were given up for adoption or to be raised in foster homes. Or maybe you're just struggling with your whole identity and who you are. This can be a prayer that can really help you and hear the truth and hear blessings. So as we pray this prayer of Jabez, the first thing it shows us, we can look to the Lord. God can correct all those stigmas, all those things that have happened to us in life that have not been good or not been fair. God can correct those things and speak truth into us and speak a blessing over us that will stick with us and really put those other words to flight. And, and so we need to realize that, that God can bless us, speak a new blessing over us, even give us a new name. And as Christians, we already know that, that when you come to Christ Jesus, the Bible says there's a new name written down in glory, and it's mine. You already got a new name, but God can give you a new name. A name that you can be called that's honorable, that is good, and that is encouraging, and that will lift you up. And you can ask him for that. God can do that and speak new words over you that speak truth, that speak favor, that speak respect and honor over your life. And God does desire to do that. And in this prayer, we also see that we can ask for new territory, new advancement, greater impact, greater success in our lives. We can ask for blessings where we have a greater inheritance physically, spiritually. Physical side, it could be referring to influence, success, prosperity, spiritual side, greater wisdom, greater anointing, a closeness with God that we never had before. We can ask, as we see in this prayer, that for the Lord to be with us, that he would help us, that his hand of protection would be upon us, that he would lead us, he would guide us, he would be with us that the right doors on life would open and he would lead us down right paths that are good for us and that he would watch over us. Even if other people don't care about us, that we know that God cares about us. 
We can ask God that he will keep us from evil, from trouble. And again, that's part of the Lord's prayer that we pray, deliver us from evil. Well, God wants to help us to avoid evil. He wants to help us avoid paths that would bring destruction in our life. He wants to help us to hate evil, to flee temptation, and to do good. And then lastly, we can ask God to, to keep us from pain. First part of that would be that you know, we would avoid all the pathways that can lead to personal hurt, offense, or pain in our lives. The other part of that could be that we're asking that we ourselves, that God, I don't want to cause pain in anyone else's life. So that's another area we can pray. But I, I believe there's a bit more. That's what I was feeling very strong as I was looking over this prayer that as I think again, back to the man's name, Jabez, sorrow, pain. And so as he's asking God to bless him, we're praying, we can pray that that pain in our lives, whether it's from some name or what someone said over us, whether it's some stigma that has been placed over us, that that would be removed. And so we're asking God to remove the stigma of our name, remove the stigmas of past failures or past hurts or, or terrible things that may have happened to us to remove those curses that may have taken place over us. Because I really believe that God wants to heal us this morning and deliver us from the curses, even generational curses here this morning, and set us free in these blessings. And we all can call out to God to remove and to heal any stigmas placed in us, whether there's lies, whether there's curses, whether they're generational things, and that he can free us from all those things. A new season. We've been saying that as we enter this 2023. It's going to be a new season for you. And it's going to be a new season for you. And what God's view of you will be. And then lastly, as you see this prayer, it says that God heard him and granted him his request. And so if there's things that have popped into your mind as I've been speaking about things maybe that have been spoken over your life or done to you that have not been very audible things or have been evil things, wrongful things. Notice that the Lord says, I heard you. And he responded and granted his request. And so God can touch you. God can heal you. God can deliver you from those hurts, those stigmas, those pains, those abuses that you've experienced today. And so I, I want to pray that prayer over you as well. And again, I kind of wrote it down, so I'm going to read it and uh, just to pray that blessing over you. And so, Father God, I thank you that you are the Father and that you have all authority in heaven and on earth and that you can bless us. No matter our past, our upbringing, the words spoken against us or over us or stigmas placed on us, or even generational curses or abuses that we've experienced. We now break them in Jesus' name and speak a new season of favor over us, even giving us a new name, new territory, new successes. I ask, Lord, that you would bless your people, that curses would be broken, and that you would be with us, that you would watch over us and protect us and walk with us. I ask that you would keep us from evil, evil, trouble, snare, traps of the enemy. We ask that our pain to be healed, and we break off any curse associated with that pain. 
that we would stand as a new person, passionate about you, passionate about others, and that no harm or pain would harm the people around us. And we ask for your blessing in these areas. Then that we have the actual prayer. Oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all trouble and pain. And as we receive that blessing, we all say, Amen. Then lastly, we come to the biggest and most important blessing that God wants to speak over our lives. And that is called the priestly blessing found in the book of Numbers that is still widely used by Jewish and Christian faiths today. And from what I was reading, and I think it's true, uh, it's considered one of the oldest scriptures to the original that have ever been found. I'm kind of thinking, wow, isn't that interesting that the oldest original copy of Scripture to be found speaks of God's blessing over us. I think that's pretty cool. Number 6, 22, 27 uh, contains that blessing. Then the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with a special blessing. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. So even though this blessing is spoken by a priest, a pastor, a minister, a ruler, it is is to be treated with the highest respect because the Bible is telling us as that person speaks, it will be as if God is actually speaking it over you. So that, that's pretty important. I was kind of looking at some of the traditions uh, that take place with this. Uh, some people use this as a way to end every service, and they speak this blessing over the people at the end of every service. Um, I was looking at some of the some Christian settings and Jewish settings, and it was just kind of interesting to find how the pronouncement of this blessing occurred for a lot of different individuals. And basically what it really comes down to that was given very high respect. For example, the leader was, before he was to speak that blessing, he was to consecrate himself. So he was to deal with anything in his own life that maybe wasn't right to ask God to forgive him, ask God to cleanse him. It even says that he wasn't to drink any wine or anything alcoholic. Otherwise, he'd be disqualified to speak the blessing. And so the leader was also to raise both hands uh, towards the people, with the right hand being a little bit higher than the left hand, and usually talking about the strength of the right arm. And then as well that as he would speak those blessings, not to have your hands cupped, but your hands to be open, because that blessing was to flow through your fingers unto the people. And so just seeing some of those little things that, kind of caught my eye. Again, it just kind of showed this is to be taken very seriously, that this blessing is a real blessing from God himself. And that's something that we need to recognize, that God himself desires to bless you, and this is the form that he gave us to speak that blessing over you. And so this blessing declares that the Lord will bless you, that you are a recipient of God's blessing and favor. And God is the source of all blessings. 
The blessing comes with authority to override any other word or curse against you or any unworthiness you may feel. You might be here today and just saying, oh, oh man, you don't know the things I've been doing of late and I don't think God would want to bless me. No, when God speaks a word of blessing over you, it overrides even our unworthiness that we might feel. God says, I will bless you. And it represents the highest blessing that we can receive. This blessing also talks about the protection of God over your life, his keeping power. Our God is able to protect you, deliver you, be your refuge and strong tower. The Almighty God is with you and no power on earth or heaven or hell below can compare to him. God will take care of you. This blessing also includes the Lord smiling on you. His very face shines on you. When he hears about you, when your name is spoken, his face lights up over you. It's a position of favor. It's a position of attention. You have God's attention and he's smiling on you, approving you, rejoicing of you, and wanting to bless you with favor. Blessing goes on that God would be gracious to you, that you would be a recipient of his kindness, his mercy, his love, his goodness, instead of wrath and judgment. So you're in a position of favor, which is a great thing. And then that brings us to the next word, favor itself, that favor is being spoken over your life. You are in a position to receive good things, and you're now sitting in a position of honor to receive special treatment. Favor, it always includes things as well, like our health, our peace, our finances, our spirituality, the Lord countenance is looking at you. Favor is being extended to you. And then lastly in that prayer, this blessing is to bring you peace, tranquility, freedom from disturbances, whatever they might be, physical disturbances or whether they be spiritual disturbances or mental disturbances. Our God is the God of peace. And he can bring peace to any situation or trial that we might have. That's who he is. So those are wonderful blessings that God wants to speak over us today. And so as we pray this one, I'm going to ask if you would just stand with me. Because we're going to pretty much close with this. And just to be ready to receive. And, and you know, if you're, you're comfortable uh, with holding out your hands as a gesture, uh, you know, to receive then, then you'll please feel free to do that. And if you're not, that's okay as well because God wants to bless you anyway and he's going to do it. And, and so remember as well that as we speak these words, the Bible says it's like God speaking these words over you. So don't look at me, get your eyes focused on him that the Lord himself is going to speak these words over you. And so our Heavenly Father, I want to speak this priestly prayer over your people today on your behalf, recognizing that you are the one that will bring this blessing to your people. So, Lord, I'm just asking you're going to bless your people as we speak your words. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. I like to read it from the King James Version. For those who are older, they would maybe remember it being said like this. The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. 
The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And all of us who are willing to receive this blessing say, Amen. Amen. So we want you to know today, friends, that we as a pastor, staff, board, we really do appreciate you and are, are glad that you call this church your home. We, we value you, we love you, and we want the best for you. You're welcome here, and if you're new or you're watching online, we want to welcome you as well. We're glad you are here. We want to walk with you and be the support that you need. And as a congregation, we want to walk with one another. We want to walk together, supporting one another, encouraging one another, loving on one another, because all these things are important. But mostly this morning, we just want to bless you. We just want to bless you. And I do that today. I sincerely bless you and thank you today. You are wonderful people, and uh, we appreciate you all. And we just want you, as you leave this place today, to feel, I am blessed. And if there's things that kind of came to your mind as we were talking about these blessings, just remember that it has the power to break those curses, to break those offenses, to break those stigmas, to break those hurts and that pain that has been in your life. God's blessing can override all that, and we welcome him to do that this very morning. So as we close here, let's give thanks for these blessings, give thanks for one another. And uh, as we close here uh, today, uh, we have donuts that are out there for you to enjoy. And so we're just going to simply close the service like that to say, you are blessed. And I pray that you will feel that blessing, not just now, but throughout this day and this week, that you'll experience the blessing of God in your life and the joy that we have here together. So may you be blessed as you take some time and have some fellowship uh, there in the foyer. 